to the revolution. Let's do it. 17 years and still going strong. Hallelujah. A force in the outdoor radio landscape. The two of you are making me and every one of your friends sick. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) They walk a thin dividing line between sanity and lunacy. It's time to give thanks to what's truly important. The who owes who money here? (laughs) Live from America's heartland, beamed throughout the world at JimandTrav.com. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. If any of you are looking for any last-minute gift ideas for me... Remember how I was toying with the notion of uh, suspending the Christmas bonuses? Where do you think you're going to put a tree that big? I'm dreaming of wild turkey on the rocks. <laughs> Thanksgiving is next week, Jimbo. It is next week. Do you know how many Thanksgivings that is? For me? The world. <laughs> the world. The whole world celebrates Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, it started, what, 1787 or something? I guess this is probably the most racist holiday ever. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so uh, happy Thanksgiving the week before. Boys and girls. Who, who, who races? <laughs> We're losing uh, the battle here. All right, so outdoor road trip on this week's show. We're going to have a great show to celebrate the week before Thanksgiving. Uh, we're going to have Cat Daddy on in just a second. Yeah, and then we're going to have uh, Devin Coleman, Dev Dog, and he's with uh, Gunfather. Yeah, from the Gunfather Restorations, plus Mitch Petrie with Outdoor Sportsman Group, Stephen Lee, the Super Duty brand manager, Ford Motor Company. That's the hot deal right Talking there. Talking about the all-new Power Stroke, baby, the high output. Yeah. Lots of good stuff. That's what Cat Daddy needs to, That's pull, right. to pull the tuna tub around. <laughs> All right, so let's get to, hey, Cat Daddy, the first pilgrim. <laughs> the revolution with Jim and Travis back. Now here's our very own captain of the SS Tuna Tub, Cat Daddy. I'll never go fishing again. This is in my friend. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. Here are the boys. All right, so Jimbo, you know Cat Daddy's out there celebrating uh, uh, Thanksgiving with the turkeys? Yeah, but that's in a bottle. That's right. <laughs> Cat Daddy, happy Thanksgiving, buddy. Hey, turkey hearts and turkey gizzards and big blue bait. Well, actually, <laughs> I would think that a gizzard, because it is such a tough muscle, would be a great bait. Well, you slice it up nice and thin and sp- spread it on that hook. First, you need to soak it in a little garlic powder and some uh, uh, garlic juice and Give it a little wang, you know, a little extra pizzazz. (laughs) Yeah. Them catfish, they have a discerning taste. They do? They do. They like high mountain seasonings, and they like a little Worcestershire sauce. You know what I'm saying? Worcestershire. <laughs> you know, they, they, they do like exquisite baits, don't they? Oh, man, let me tell you, uh, earlier, pre-spring kind of like, you know, uh, yeah. them blues are up in them flat areas. and that guy, You know, I've seen a lot of boys out there catching blues, and I, I was catching a few here and there using the, you know, seasonal bait, and... When it was all said and done, I asked him, I said, what the heck was you guys hammering them blues on? I said, well, well, we was using chicken breast. No way. I wow. said, get out, man. They go, yeah, yeah, we soaked it in cherry Kool-Aid <laughs> and, and chicken breast. And I said, I'll be damned. Oh, my. You know, it's amazing. A chicken breast, they're cheaper uh, than shad sides. <laughs> yeah, you know go to Dom and Tom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heck, yeah, man. You can get, uh, you can get a 12-pack of chicken breast for... Half the, yeah, yeah, half the price of a jar of shad entrails. <laughs> yeah, you buy the boneless, skinless for the fish, and you get the skinny ones for you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man, that's crazy. crazy. 
Yeah, so they yeah. soak it in, in Kool-Aid? Cherry Kool-Aid? Yeah, cherry Kool-Aid, man. Can you believe that? Wow. I, I, I don't know what it does for them blues, but boy, they must like it. Mmm. For the, the the flatheads, you like soak it in Gatorade. Yeah. You know, they like something. Right. Yeah. Grape. Something grape. With a little more muscle behind it. Well, that's kind of crazy. So what are they biting on really good right now? Well, I tell you what, uh, it, it's just hard to be. It's all around, you know, the old shag side tipped off with some shag gut. Fresh, you know, it, it's just hard to beat. And right now is a really good time because... Boy, them blues, you know, they just put on their light jackets. You know, they're they're not cold, cold, but they're yeah. just nice and frisky, man. I thought he was going to say, like, spinach artichoke dip. <laughs> That's what they're hitting on, Trav. Uh, all right. Now, the thing is, uh, when, you, when you're out there fishing for these guys, uh, do you cut the uh, chicken breast thin? Is that the idea? How, how do you well, thinly slice, uh, grilled? Most generally, those boys were chunking it. Oh, okay. You know, just square two, uh, cube chunks and just, uh, you know, leading it onto the hook. Like McNuggets? Like a long, long shank hook. Like, yeah, like a big kale hook. And about a number eight. And, man, they just stack it full of chicken cubes. You know, that's a good question. Let's say if you went and got a 20-piece McNugget. And <laughs> no, I'm not even joking. You know, With barbecue I mean, sauce. Those are damn good. They truly are. You keep 10 for yourself. Do you think a McNugget, I mean, it's kind of the perfect size. Do you think it'd do good? Well, by God, you know, they're already cubed out, and they got that nice crunch on that oh, side. It yeah. might do real good. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm going to get you a gift certificate to uh, Mickey D's now. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Isn't it Mickey D's that has them? Or is that Burger King? No, no it's, it's Mickey D's. It's Mickey D's. Yeah. I never go there, so I don't know those things. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what, we got a bunch of fresh crappie guts the other day. We Ooh. went out and we were fishing around these rock, rocky areas on the big lake out here at Perry, and Man, I tell you what, the crappies started slamming out there. I just oh. had a couple other poles out, you know, just something to do while these other people were fishing for cats. And man, I thought, damn, boy. So I broke out the other crappie stuff, you know, and bam, boy, they started hitting good. And we got a bunch of, bunch of crappies and smaller cats and. But we got a bunch of nice crappie goods, so that, that'd be good right now, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now, when you say fresh, are you talking not ever frozen? I mean, you caught it, you did what you needed to do to prepare it for bait, hooked it up and Absolutely. went out with it? You, Absolutely you, fresh. You, do, you know, flop, flop it in the boat, cut the guts right out of them. Boy, that sounds delicious. People don't know this, but occasionally you do have a wandering eye. And that's where you go. you go for those crappie. I mean, you don't say oh, no. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. You know, hey, uh, you can catch them cats around them crappies because you know <laughs> when it gets cold like this, them crappies they start to gather up. Yeah, man, them big blues, man, them big blues are just swimming to a pile of them with their mouth open. What is better to you, a nice cold catfish just caught? You're gonna prepare it. Or those beautiful, nice, cold crappie? What tastes better? Oh, you'd have to ask me that. <laughs> well, Man, it would probably be both, bass. Most, most delicious. I'm telling you, you know, crappie, mm, mm, they're good, man, but I can't knock down the cat. That's right. Mr. Cat's number one. Yeah, and we've got uh, Thanksgiving coming up, and you guys are not having turkey at Thanksgiving. You know, if you listen to a lot of folks, they're going to be tough to get in the grocery store. But all you have to do is go out there and catch your catfish, and you got yourself Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, a big dinner, too, man. Let me tell you, there would be nothing like having, you know, deep-fried crappie, baked mm. channel cat. Oh. Ooh, oh. 
fried taters with onions, mm-mm-mm, asparagus, and soaked in butter. Mm. Damn. Don't forget the cherry Kool-Aid. Okay. <laughs> are we fishing or are we eating? <laughs> I don't know. All right, so Cat Daddy, you know. Get that high mountain stuff out, boys. We need it now. Get that high mountain out. Just rub it all over your body. Run around the house. <laughs> now, Cat Daddy, do you have anything available, buddy? If people want to get out with you and catch these cold water cats, man, now is the time to do it. It's actually really beautiful in the afternoons. It's not too cold. As long as you don't fall in the water, do you have anything available? Yeah, we got a few uh, few openings open. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, the best place to do it is at www.catdaddyguideservices.com. Yeah, if you'd like to send uh, Cat Daddy an email, send it to catdaddy underscore one at msn.com. That's right. Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Hey, coming up next, we have got uh, Devin Coleman, manager of the custom shop with uh, the Gunfather Restorations. Yeah, that's Outdoor Channel Wednesday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. This has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com. Mr. Cat Daddy, happy Thanksgiving, brother. High Mountain on Wild Turkey. Damn, that sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) The Revolution with Jim and Trav. On the air for over 17 years. You know, this show was the last thing your thunder chicken heard. (laughs) Before his head was chopped off. From our family to yours, have a happy Thanksgiving. Stick around. The revolution will be right back. It's the ultimate culinary adventure. I'm Yevang. I love to create amazing food with animals that aren't necessarily on everyone's list, but they should be because they're delicious. Invasive species, beware. If you didn't tell me that was carp, I wouldn't know. The snails are kind of fun in here. Food star Yevang is biting back. I get it. It bit me. Ah, frick! Ah, bit me. So I bit it back. Feral with Yia Bang. Series premiere November 28th at 9 p.m. on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Travis on the air with an outdoor road trip. Now, please welcome Devin Coleman, manager at the Custom Shop, and on the new season of The Gunfather Restorations on Outdoor Channel, Wednesdays 7 and 10 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's Jim and Trav. Hey, we're back. We're talking outdoor road trip on this week's show. And I got to tell you, if you're going to take a trip, you got to go on the trail and you got to head to Montana. Dev Doggy Dog! Wow, wow, wow. That's Devin Coleman. He's a Dev Dog. He's our guy. And he is not that big a fan of Christmas. <laughs> He's the manager of the custom shop and on the new season of the Gunfather Restorations. That's on Outdoor Channel Wednesdays, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Such a neat, awesome show all about firearms friendships, relationships. Devin, how's it going, buddy? Going good, guys. How you been? Thanks for having me on this morning. Yeah, I had a I had a, a guy that uh, that stopped me. I was at a Starbucks in Colby, Kansas, and he said, you do that radio show, don't you? I said, yeah. He says, did you have that dev dog on your show a while ago? I said, yeah. He said, man, I really like that guy. You know, I sure wish my name was Dev Dog. <laughs> I hear that quite a bit around here. <laughs> you know, Louis Louis's my mentor. He's a great guy. Uh, you know, Louis he's called me Dev Dog for quite a couple of years now. You know, he goes, "Hey Dev, hey Dog, hey Dev Dog, come over here and help me out." <laughs> you know, so it's a cool thing. Speaking of Louie, it's hard to believe we're coming up on the season finale of the Gunfather Restorations. 
Um, it's going to be quite a finale with um, the restoration of the Browning Safari, man. Yeah, I'm really excited. This story, it just it meant so much to Louie, the owner. I mean, it's the gun that started it. Yeah. Really. It's the gun that started it all, you know, and, and uh, you know, Louie had lost his father, and it was such a tragic, tragic loss that restoring this gun in memory of him with his son was probably one of the most amazing things that I've experienced here at the custom shop. And here's the cool part, guys, is we're already heading forward with season two. I've had calls from everybody across the United States. I mean, I had Pretty Boy Floyd's great-grandson call me. I had the family that transported uh, John Dillinger uh, during the 1930s in St. Anna, Illinois, call me. It was just, you know, everybody is watching the show. Everybody's got a story to tell, and this story is no different. So it's really exciting. Oh, man, that's going to be cool. Speaking of Don, uh, John Dillinger, um, in a recent episode, you guys restored the Colt 1908, and he was actually carrying one uh, when he was gunned down by the FBI. Isn't that right? That's right. And, oh! you know, Al Capone, Al Capone <laughs> even carried one in his in his pocket. Well, one of the pocket hammerless. You know, that was a very common American gangster gun yeah. in the early 1930s. I mean, I wish. I don't wish I was there, but man, what? <laughs> there's so much history, it's insane. Yeah, and I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Bonnie used one when she busted Clyde out. The old Bonnie and Clyde people? Yeah! I mean, that is a neat, right. neat gun. What caliber is that? There's a few calibers. There's a 32, um, and then there's, of course, uh, the 32 rimless, smokeless. But, you know, as far as the, the calibers go, what I wanted to say is both those families that called me, it ended up that a couple of the, the firearms had the serial numbers scratched off, so we couldn't even take them in, number one. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, you kind of want to stay away from those types of situ- situations, don't you? You never know. You never know what a restoration is going to reveal, whether that's while you're restoring it or the history behind the gun. That's definitely true. Yeah, you know, going back to that uh, Colt 1908, it was um, it was a 1911 government issued gun stamped with a U.S. property. It was a World War II officer, I think, OSS Office of uh, Strategic Service. The family sent it in. And I think it's really neat how a firearm, there's so much tradition, there's so much history, and how you guys bring that back to light. And like the Browning Safari and everything you guys do, I mean, yes, it is about a firearm, but it's really about the memories and the history and also passing on that legacy, right? So true. The pocket hammerless that we restored, you know, it ended up belonging uh, this is what I was told, of course, was by uh, it was owned by Colonel Vincent La Vista, mm. um, you know, and he was part of the OSS group, the OSS members in the 1940s, and they were smuggling Jewish scientists through the Vatican, you know, during World War II. So there's just a lot of uniqueness to each restoration. You know, as far as the provenance behind the story, I, I, I chose to keep the owner out of it because, you know, he's actually, to this day, third generation down still doing assignments across the world in the same fashion that his grandfather did. Oh, wow. wow. Holy smokes. There's nothing cool like that in our family. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like... We have three goats and a rubber sheet. I'm telling you. <laughs> now, when it comes to... Okay, you know, a neat firearm like that, something that is actually Devon worthy, worthy of restoring, okay? Moving forward, when we purchase a firearm... What should we be looking for? Should we go with, like, what are the cult snake guns? I mean, if you were going to buy something to keep and to pass down, and in 100 years it is ultimately worth restoring, what would you look at yourself? You know, Colt 
China has always had that market cornered. I mean, coal is probably the best. Um, Smith and Wesson. There's of course Browning. I mean, it's just to each different manufacturer, they each have rare and unique um, productions of different unique firearms. Whether that was a personal carry Python with a three-inch barrel, or that was a Smith and Wesson Model 27, um, and each each one of these firearms were used for whatever they were sourced for. You know, the FBI used Smith and Wesson as their primary um, firearm for a tr- you know a number of years. So I guess it's it's always indicative on the caliber, um, the barrel length, and and always go for factory original because each firearm is worth the most in its factory original condition. Wow! Yeah. All right, so Devin Coleman, the manager at the custom shop, and on the new season, the all new season of the Gunfather Restorations Outdoor Channel Wednesday, seven to ten p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, the season finale is coming up in a couple weeks. People have to watch for that. Now to learn more about you guys, and like you said, you already dropped it. There is going to be a season two man where can we find you guys online and if we want to submit uh, a firearm for restoration where do we do that buddy well you can go right to our website which is customshopinc.com so customshopinc.com that's our home base for everything that we do um, on our instagram channel gunfather restorations we list weekly to show the upcoming episodes and to share the excitement with everybody in the community where we are getting so much positive feedback from the firearms industry and anybody who's watching the show because every American or non-American, it doesn't matter, everybody who's in this United States has a story to tell about having a firearm or something that their grandfather gave to them or, you know, um, there's there's just so much to talk about. But next week is um, our second to last episode. And then the following week after is going to be Louis Sr. restoring his grandfather's Browning Safari with his son. And that that moment for us here at the Custom Shop has been incredible. So thanks for watching, everybody. You bet. Hey, that was Dev Dog. And, of course, he is with uh, the Custom Shop up there in Montana. And coming up next is Mitch Petrie. He's our friend. That's right. Vice he, President he, he, could be a, he could be a Dev Dog. Yeah, he's with Outdoor Sportsman Group. Dev Dog, dude, we love you. God bless you. Happy Thanksgiving, buddy. Thanks, guys. Ah, Thanksgiving, when America gives thanks by watching football, drinking booze, stuffing our faces, and arguing with family. Oh, come on. Fine. Wishing you and yours a happy Thanksgiving. Stick around. The revolution will continue after these short messages. Meet the most influential wild fish and game chefs on Earth. This is everything I hoped and a little bit further as well. From the harvest. If we get one, you know what you're going to smell? Frito-Lay corn chips. Get out the bean dip, dude. To the You've killed it, you skinned it, Mike's cooked it, now you've got to eat it. Savor the flavor of the great outdoors. This is making me super hungry right now. A full night of Chefs Gone Wild. I need some private time to finish these three bowls. Taste of the Wild. Mondays beginning at 7 on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. It's an outdoor road trip this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Are you ready to step up? Now kicking off a two-part interview with Mitch Petrie, Vice President of Programming for Outdoor Sportsman Group. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one. 
Hey, we are back. We're talking outdoor road trip on this week's show. Uh, before the break, we had Devin Coleman, old dev dog, and he's the manager of the custom shop there at uh, the Gunfather Restorations on Outdoor Channel. Yeah, the Gunfather Restorations, that's Outdoor Channel, Wednesdays, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Like Dev Dog said, Mitch is way uglier than he is. Mitch Petrie, the vice president of programming for Outdoor Sportsman Group. Mr. Mitch, how's it going, buddy? Going great. You know, ugly is subjective. He, he does have better <laughs> hair than me. That's a fact. Yeah, but you have a better bird hunting dog. You do. I do. I do. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, as far as I know. Now, Miss Luna. and a people, she's, a, she's a black lab, right? People can actually follow her on Instagram if Uh-oh. they want to. <laughs> um, but isn't Luna the Roman mythology of, like, the divine? personification of the moon is it that what it is after uh, uh, you know I, I yeah I, I actually was hunting with a guy in france as part of wild boar fever and he had a dog named luna and i said i really like the sound of that and and how it works for a hunting dog so i said if i ever get a dog i'll I want, i'd like to name it luna it's, yeah of course it is like spanish for moon i didn't my sister when i named the dog luna started going deep into as i hey stop <laughs> i've named the dog luna i like the name it sticks yeah, like how Mitch worked that in. I was hunting in France. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was hunting in France with some people. Wild boar. You know, uh, but you know, you know I, a long, long time ago, I worked with a guy out of Minnesota named Ron Shera. Oh, yeah. And he had the famous, uh, famous black lab, Raven. And I worked with Raven 3. And, uh, you know, and I've always wanted a black lab, but my travel schedule really didn't accommodate it. And, you know, it was a, the silver lining of the pandemic is I'm working from home and I'm like, I've been able to hang out with my dog and she just showed up actually she's sitting next to me now and uh she's just been a blessing what's really kind of interesting is you know know you very well and and you've been on the show numerous times uh, when it comes to a hunting dog people look at it a couple of different ways more like a business deal you look at it as like this is a large investment this is a, a part of my family and how you waited till later in life and you really took your time selecting you went through Dawkins kennels Tom Dawkin there what an awesome guy um, but you you really put in your due diligence, finding a breed, finding the dog, going through the training. I mean, it is a rigorous process, if you will. It It's not an overnight thing. It does take some time, doesn't it? For sure. You know, and I, I like I said, I think I had the luxury of time and we, you know, we were looking um, you know, not aggressively, but looking for over five years, I had wow. turned down a couple of dogs. Um, I had put a deposit on another one and, you know, it just, the timing didn't really work out, but the pandemic helped that. And, um, yeah, we were very selective and, you know, um, I did work with Tom and Tina Dockin to find Luna, which was nice because, you know, I don't know what I don't know about, uh, you know, buying a dog and they know all the questions. They know the history. They've worked with Luna's lineage in terms of training. Uh, and Mike Wieben is actually the guy who trained her out of Oak Ridge Kennels in Minnesota. And, and, you know, he's just really strong. I think the funny story is that, you know, she comes to our family first. And then when we, uh, and I moved her out there for two months for training and I asked, you know, what, the accommodations were like, you know, I didn't know if they're indoor, outdoor. He, he kind of chuckled because, you know, you mentioned how, uh, you know, this dog is a part of our family, right? Uh, she does sleep in a crate at night. She loves her crate. She'll sleep in her crate all night with the door open now because it's her safe space and, you know, and, uh, it's her, her little happy place that she goes to. Uh, he chuckled at me and just said, look, you know, these are family members too. They, you know, she's going to be, have her own run and she's in an indoor kennel and it's climate controlled. Don't worry. She'll be safe. And, and I think that 
that's more common now than it was 10, 15 years ago, where guys who are working dogs who are, are for hunting or for however they're using it, you know, they're outside or what have you, you know, mm-hmm. an indoor dog, as are, I think, most dogs well, you that go through the dock and kennels. Yeah, you know, uh, it's interesting that, you know, you, you took your dog to the kennel to get trained and so forth, but did you have to have some training too? Because I don't think everybody is a dog trainer, but you had to learn the the way to control her and the things and the, the commands that she had to give her to do the things that you wanted her to do. Was there training for you? Absolutely. And, and in fact, when the first thing I did when uh, we bought the dog uh, is I picked up Tom Dawkins' book about training uh, Labrador retrievers. He literally wrote the book on training labs. <laughs> and um, and it, it's, a, it's a step-by-step guide for anybody who needs to understand the stages that the dog's at and what they're learning. And, and you know, I, I kind of learned that if you're not training the dog, the dog's training you. Right. Yeah, that's and, right. Um, so we did that, and then as and we sent her off for two weeks just for a, a hunting gun kind of intro to make sure she's not uh, gun shy, and and she wasn't. She was just really driven. And then uh, I took her out at like six months and just you know got her on some birds, some chuckers, and some pheasants at a game farm just to give her those reps. Oh yeah. She wasn't she wasn't a finished dog, but she you know she just she had this she had that drive. Just wanted to make sure she kept that. And, you know, then when we picked her up after her two month training, we actually, there was a process where we went down and did training sessions with Mike and Luna to learn how she had been trained. And I would tell you ever since, it's been mostly me learning to watch her, understand her communication, see how she, you know, she interacts with these birds. And, uh, yeah, she's already got it. She's done. She's fully trained. I think I'll be training the rest of my life. Yeah. Now, now, how did that feel? I was, you know, going through your social media and you're talking about your first self-guided hunt uh, where you limited out with geese. Now, she's not a big frame. And for her to handle those massive geese that you were taking down, um, and that's pretty impressive. How did that feel, though? You and your dog well, getting your first limit by yourselves. It was it was fantastic, obviously. I would tell you that there's no video of those because she didn't handle these big geese. You know, she's a 70 pound lab. Yeah. But she but she was uh, an absolute ball in the in the blind with me. The first flock that came in, uh, we were essentially taking some pictures as the sun came up and all of a sudden I hear geese behind me. And I'm trying to get her down into this layout blind with me. And yeah. She refuses. She's, <laughs> she can hear geese. And, and so I close the doors and she's like prairie dogging out of the blind. And I'm just <laughs> laughing because I couldn't get her down. And then really, you know, I finally got her to lay down next to me. And by the end of that morning, she was laying down calmly next to me. And then when I would shoot, she would get up and, and she would go and she would go and um, she did retrieve one bird and hold it, but she just couldn't drag it all the way back. But but that's just part of the learning process. And oh, yeah. She'll eventually get better at that. Yeah. Well, you know, labs are known for being water dogs, you know, to hunt uh, waterfowl. And uh, there's a caveat, though. Luna is actually a pointing lab, isn't she? She is, but she pretty much only points squirrels, rabbits, and piles of bird feathers. She hasn't really done any pointing. Um, she's more of a flusher in the pheasant field, um, which is fine. But it is kind of fun to see her when she goes on points. Well, you never know. All well, right, so we actually got to get to a break. Can you stick around for a second part? Absolutely. You bet. Hey, we're talking with old Mitch Petrie. He's the vice president of programming for Outdoor Sportsman's Group. And we'll be back right after this. Yeah, this has been presented by Outdoor Channel Sportsman Channel World Fishing Network. 
Network and My Outdoor TV. Mr. Mitch, to learn more about you guys, your adventures, what's happening, uh, Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, all those awesome places. Where can we find you online, buddy? Yeah, I think you know, Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, I'll, I, you know, Instagram, Facebook, those are great places to find those. You mentioned Luna's Instagram. It's kind of cheesy, but go to uh, Lady Luna Lab Life if you want to follow her adventures. That's right. She's cute and she's friendly. Words to live by. That's right. Part two with Mitch Petrie. Right after this. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. On the air for over 17 years, we won't attend any Thanksgiving dinners unless sweatpants are the dress code. I mean, camouflage sweatpants. Have a happy Thanksgiving and stay tuned. The boys will continue next. Discover the primal joys of cooking fresh wild food over an open fire. For decades, Grandma used to throw the pheasant into the crock pot. Well, guess what? The food world has evolved, and so should your cooking. Lifelong outdoorsman and gourmet chef Andrew Zimmern demystifies and simplifies the entire process. Sounds complicated. Very, very easy. Andrew Zimmern's Wild Game Kitchen. Monday nights at 9 Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Pretty cool, huh? Want to get your kids involved after the hunt? Try our new hot dog making kit that they are sure to love. High Mountain Seasonings is your one-stop shop for everything delicious. Visit us online at HIMTNJerky.com. That's HIMTNJerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back with an outdoor road trip. Now let's get back to Mitch Petrie, Vice President of Programming for Outdoor Sportsman Group. Presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Here's part two. Hey, we are back. We're talking outdoor road trip on this week's show. And of course, in the first segment of this segment, uh, we were talking with Mitch Petrie, and we were up in Minnesota. Now, let's head down to Texas uh, for a second. You were down there, what, hunting Axis deer in Feral Hog uh, earlier this fall, right? I did, yeah. I went down um, and actually took uh, a guy from Outdoor Channel with, and we uh, he was actually hunting Red Stag, and uh, I was going for my first Axis buck, and... Um, yeah, so we had a great trip, and just, you know, anytime you're down in Texas, Hill Country is, is fantastic. We had some success. I shot a nice access. He shot a decent red stag, and the hogs are kind of opportunistic. If you see them, you shoot them because of the damage that they do. And, uh, yeah, the first night I was out there, um, you know, one popped in, and, and uh, I popped off on him. Yeah. Was that David Morris? It is David Morris, the Bucks Attack Commodity. Yes. Oh, yeah. Fantastic guide and, and host. The fun thing there was... I had already gotten my red stag there last year, and so David has never uh, shot a, a stag on his own property. So oh. uh, the first two uh, outings uh, of the trip were me hunting with David, and I was there in case uh, we got an opportunity on an access deer, and he was there on red stag, but we got him a, a pretty fantastic red stag. You know, you talk about David Morris. It is hard to imagine a guy that has done more for the outdoor industry and the whitetail industry i mean it's really people don't understand his history everything he has done david is such a fantastic i know this is an interview with you but david's awesome (laughs) no but david is like such an incredible guy he is and uh so knowledgeable about uh whitetail obviously and really all all species of hunting, but uh, just a pleasure to be with. He's a great human being. He's got a good uh, head on his shoulders and uh, a very gracious host, which is fantastic. And 
uh, you know, I hung with him every every chance I get. Obviously, he's got some access to premium properties. But I mean, you, you ask him a question about anything whitetail related, and he absolutely, uh, you know, has an understanding of you know that's deeper than pretty much anybody I know. Yeah, and if people hop on my outdoor TV, I don't know what season it is. Uh, he actually took your your one of your boys out on one of his first deer hunts. I don't think it was his first deer he got. Um, but you, your kid went hunting with him too. Yeah. You know, he invited me down to Texas and I said, you know, to do uh, the TV show. And I said, my son, uh, who I think was 13 or 14 at the time, his son Will, hadn't shot a deer. I said, you know, he's a good kid. He, he knows how to shoot and hunt. He's ready for his first deer. I said, that'd be a better story. And it was, he ended up shooting a deer right before he went to Texas and <laughs> Minnesota. So it wasn't yeah. the first, Yeah, but it was his first Texas experience. And for him, to be mentored for two and a half days of hunting with um, with David was yeah. really just a, a dream come true for a dad. You know, can you imagine having your kid? And they they hunted together. I didn't even get to hunt with them for the most part, uh, but it was fun. To, that episode is on my outdoor TV. It's uh, it's fun to watch. That was at the Mavala Ranch, which is a property that David had just taken over, and we were part of their aggressive culling process. They had, they hadn't put in a, a or I think they had just planted food plots. They had. Uh, worked on water and some nutrition, and part of that plan was to get the population down, uh, and we were happy to help. Yeah. Well, you have been with Outdoor Channel for quite some time, and I can tell you that from the time that you started with them, you have really upped the programming. I mean, the quality of shows that you have on now and, of course, all the innovative ideas like your um, Monday night. Taste of the Wild Block. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm just part of a team. Obviously, we've got some great people working and programming, and uh, and we do have uh, some amazing programming. That taste of the wild block. When that uh, you know, we just launched it, um, an upgraded version of it here in September with uh, Mario Calpo, who's been on, obviously, and Andrew Zimmern, uh, Wild Game Kitchen is you know it's just fantastic to have somebody of that caliber on our network it is great mike robinson who you know well oh yeah is awesome and uh, stacy lynn harris mm-hmm. you know throw in nick hoffman and meat eater and it's like that as far as national television goes you know we're very proud of it and i don't think i don't think it gets really much better than that yeah you watch it's like this james beard award chef andrew zimmer he looks like a damn lumberjack out there what people don't know is in the background behind the camera mitch is sampling all the food <laughs> yeah. that, that is honestly god he's kind of in your back door isn't he there is some truth to that yes, yeah <laughs> i have uh, been able to eat some pretty amazing food uh, that andrew preserved but you know what's really cool is there's not a lot of you know fake tv work there he can just yeah look, like like you can't believe and in his you know it's his first ever called a stand and stir cooking style show yeah but everything else he's done has been kind of travel related but uh just fantastic yeah and how about chef Yi of vang i think his show is going to premiere uh november 28th feral yeah feral, yeah, feral. what a cool uh, guy yep i'm super excited about Yi joining the network and um yeah, he, I think he's going to be one of the, one of the best hosts and it's one of the most entertaining shows that we have on there in terms of, you know, he's, he's not a skilled hunter. He enjoys it. Uh, he knows how to do it. So he's not trying to tell everybody how to hunt. He's just, uh, out there having a good time. And then, you know, they work with the local guide 
you know, on you know, how people would prepare whatever they're hunting locally. And then he kind of adds his own flair. So you get a couple of options and it's just, uh, it's a very, uh, very fun show. Yeah. Now talking about skilled hunters, it doesn't matter if you are, you know, Steven Ranella or some newbie, everyone has their off days. Uh, and you were just recently hunting, chasing Whitetail there in, in Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. break down this hunt, man, because th- this is what happens. That's why it's called hunting. No, and, for sure. Yeah, you know, what happened? You're talking about hunting adventure. You know, so I, you know, I'm a road warrior now with my dog driving around the country hunting where I can. And, and last week I hunted Ohio, my first ever Ohio Whitetail. Um, the rut was on. Things were working well. I had a, a nice buck pushing a doe. I saw it come in from like a thousand yards and I thought they were going to skirt around me and she took a left turn and went straight by my stand. Mm-hmm. Um, they were running pretty good. I believed that the guy bleated at him and I uh, got him to stop at about 20 yards. He turned and looked, he was quartering away. I took a shot with my bow and, uh, you know, I really good hit on it. I tucked it behind the shoulder blade and he ran off and I kept waiting for him to do that TV style cartwheel. Uh, right out in front of me and he stopped and he bet it down and unfortunately there were three coyotes in the cornfield in front of us and they oh. kept bumping him and I watched him for 700 yards and uh, eventually found my arrow at good penetration good blood in that uh, backed out and uh, you know four or five hours later we went back and really found the end of the blood trail and, and he gave us the slip so oh. unfortunately it's probably a single lung shot and he lives another day and there's others that will be hunting out there during the gun season. But, man, we, we looked for several hours on that afternoon, and I went back the next day as well because, you know, you just it's, – it's unfortunate. You want to be able to recover an animal like that. But it's very possible that, uh, you know, he's uh, lived to tell stories about it, and we'll see if uh, someone can catch up with him uh, later this season. Yeah, hey, talk to us about Outdoor America. Outdoor America, that's actually who I was hunting with. I was with John West from Outdoor America in Ohio. It's a, a new partner for Outdoor Sportsman Group. It's a, it's a, you know, a platform that airs on Samsung TVs and Vizio TVs and Zumo. You may have seen it. So it includes a lot of programming from the Outdoor Sportsman Group and some of the best shows that we have, including Bone Collector and Crush and Driven TV and, and, uh, and many more. Uh, it's just available. Uh, they're older episodes, but available through Outdoor America. And, uh, it's an exciting partnership as viewership tendencies continue to evolve in this space. We, our commitment is to have the best programming out there on every platform that people would want to watch. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Mitch Petrie. He's the vice president of programming for Outdoor Sportsman's Group. That's right. And this has been presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. You can watch Mitch on there. Just Google on there. I Google on there. Just search on there. Mitch Petrie on MyOutdoorTV.com. Tom, Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Hey, coming up next, you're going to love this. Stephen Lee, he's a Super Duty brand manager at Ford Motor Company. That's talking right. about the all-new Super Duties. Ford Super Duty. They're going to sponsor Luna. They're yeah. going to give Luna her own Super Duty. See? And then Mitch can drive Luna around. That's, That's it. That's what they need to do. Mr. Mitch, God bless you. Happy Thanksgiving, buddy. Thanks, you too. Thanks for having me. Revolution with Jim and Trev. Wishing you and yours a very happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Now, if you'll excuse me, uh, the tryptophan is starting to kick in. Don't move. Jim and Trev will return after these short messages. 
My Outdoor TV is now available on all your favorite devices. With the best hunting, fishing, and shooting shows ever made, it's the ultimate streaming service for real-life outdoor adventures. My Outdoor TV is packed with over 10,000 exclusive episodes, powered by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network, the leaders in outdoor entertainment. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. Start your free trial today. My Outdoor TV, now everywhere. Reimagine every adventure, every terrain, every incredible memory. The Yamaha Wolverine family of side-by-side -side vehicles help you reimagine off-road capability, comfort, and confidence. Available right now at your local Yamaha dealer. With the Wolverine R-Max 21000 and R-Max 41000, recreation meets sport and maximum power meets maximum comfort and versatility. And with the Wolverine X2 and X4850, extreme terrain meets its match. Find your Yamaha Wolverine at your local Yamaha dealer or at YamahaMotorsports.com. That's YamahaMotorsports.com. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specification subject to change. Thanks for tuning in to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and our outdoor road trip. Now, let's give a warm revolution welcome to Mr. Stephen Lee, Super Duty Brand Manager at Ford Motor Company. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side -side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we are back. We are talking the outdoors of this week's show, and if you're in the outdoors, you got to get somewhere. Our next guest, man, he gets you where you want to go with style. That's right. He has death pumping through his veins. That's Stephen Lee, the Super Duty brand manager at Ford Motor Company. He's my best friend. He is the man behind the Blue Oval. Mr. Stephen, how's it going, buddy? Oh, it's going well. Appreciate you guys having me on. It's uh, good to talk to you guys about this all-new truck. We're excited about it. Yeah, now, all right, let's jump into this. Next-gen 2023 Ford F-Series Super Duty. I'm just going to say, and I'm so happy with this, it is bringing back the nostalgic look of the mid-90s. It has that feel, and I love it, that rugged, bold front look. It is so cool, dude. Yeah, I mean, this truck's been redesigned both inside and out. And I mean, all the, all the, all the looks, all the functionality, the technology that's on this truck, I mean, it's all centered around what can we do to increase capability and how can we deliver this technology that's not just tech for tech's sake, but how is it technology that's usable to increase your productivity, whether you're an individual customer towing a fifth wheel or a boat, or let's say you're a commercial customer, you got a business that you run, you depend on this truck. How can we make your life easier? Um, and that's what this new truck's all about. Yeah, the thing is, with the with the, the different motors that you have, I mean, if you want to go gas or if you want to go diesel, you can do it, and you can do it the way that you want to do it, right? Exactly. I mean, this truck is a workhorse, and, I mean, it does start with our powertrain lineup. We've got four available engines on the 2023 Super Duty, and the great news is, no matter which engine you choose, gas or diesel, it's going to be paired with a 10-speed automatic transmission. So you can deliver that power. You can match it with efficiency. And um, yeah, you can get the job done. For On the gas side of things, we've got a new standard 6.8-liter gas V8 that's available on our XL models that it's really designed to uh, provide more torque in that low end of the RPM range to, to help you get going. Let's say you're trailering on a steep grade. Yeah. Um, to really help out in that case. And then... 
The top end of the lineup, hitting the diesels, we got a new available high-output version of our 6.7-liter Power Stroke. This thing delivers 500 horsepower, oh. 1,200 pound-feet of torque. Wow. It's the most available anywhere out there in a heavy-duty truck. Now, is it true? I, I thought I read somewhere that XLT and above models all come standard with four-wheel drive. Is that right? That is correct. Nice. So, just about all of our customers anyways, they were checking that box for 4 by 4 on an for an XLT Lariat and as you work your way up the lineup. So let's just make it easier to order a truck. <laughs> you've, <laughs> you've got 4x4 four four standard XLT enough. So one less one less checkbox that you got to make or button that you got to click. Yeah, like why would you want to get this truck that's not in four-wheel drive? You know, I'm that's my personal opinion because when you have a truck like this, man, you're going to use it in inclement weather. Let's say you want to go four-wheeling, anything you want to do, that, that four-wheel drive, in my opinion, it's just as mandatory as having a seat. It really is. Yeah, when we're talking with customers day in and day out, they always tell us, especially this heavy-duty segment customer. They never want to be in a position that they can't get out of yeah. or that something that they want to tow or haul that the truck is what's holding them back. I mean, this is why we have 4x4 standard XLT enough. This is why we have these new powertrains to deliver the uh, capability that they're after. It, it's all about giving them the confidence that, hey, no matter what's in front of me, I'm going to be able to tackle it. I've got a super duty. It's going to get the job done. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Stephen Lee. He's a Super Duty brand manager at Ford Motor Company and my new best friend. That's right. Talking about the all-new F-Series Super Duty. Now, biggest question of all, man, uh, when are we going to start seeing a lot of these bad boys on dealer lots, dude? Yeah. So, ordering is open. Customers can go in and order a new 2023 Super Duty today. Um, we'll begin production in early next year and look for these trucks to arrive early next year as well. Nice. Now, to learn more about you guys, everything we talked about, where do we need to head to online? Head to Ford.com. We've got a great page set up already for the 2023 Super Duty. Um, you can get more information on there. Check out uh, some of these new features that we've been talking about or some of the other features that we didn't even get to today. But go to Ford.com. Check it out. You can build and price, uh, spec out. Super Duty that you're looking at and head to your dealer and place an order. That's right. Once again, hanging out with Stephen Lee, the Super Duty brand manager, Ford Motor Company. Hop online and order your new Super Duty today. Isn't that right, He Jimbo? loves the weather in Michigan, too. He loves Michigan weather. That's his favorite thing. Uh, he's going to become a meteorologist is what he's going to do. Uh, Mr. Stephen, dude, God bless you. Love you, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. It was a blast. I'm going to buy me a Ford truck and cruise it up and down the road. Best built, best selling American trucks are built Ford Tough. Outdoor Thanksgiving traditions. My name is Travin, his name is Jim, and we like to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. Hey, 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 Turkey Day, giblets, gravy, and pie. We hope you spend the day out hunting because everyone knows that in law suck. My mother in law's a devil. <laughs> I'm Al Simon, 91 years young. I created Balance 7 20 years ago. At 67, I went to see the doctor for the first time in my life and found I, that I had medical problems. He told me that was normal for my age. I don't believe God intended us to be sick and old. I decided to find something to bring my health back. For 10 years, I studied pH and how important it is to the human system. Balance 7 gave me back what I lost by getting older. I no longer get out of bed with a joint discomfort. Balance 7 can do for you what it has done for me and many others. 
In three days' time, you'll feel more energy, less joint discomfort, and clarity of thinking. No doctor or hospital can do what Balance 7 can do for you. Balance 7 is the key to unlocking the healthy immune system. Bring your body back to balance. Order now. Receive free shipping with the code word AL. Go to balance7.com. That's balance7.com. Order now and get your free shipping and a free gift with your order. Go to balance7.com. Use the code word L. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak. I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. But- I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know but- that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the Outdoor adventure and great eating go hand-in-hand hand with all of our High Mountain Seasonings jerky kits, snack and sticks, buckboard bacon, finishing sauces, rubs and shakers, marinades, and more. Go to HIMTNJerky.com or call 1-800-829-2285 today. Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week, just before Thanksgiving. Yep. And, and if we don't get to say it before, happy Thanksgiving. That's right. Uh, great show with Cat Daddy, Devin Coleman, Mitch Petrie, and Stephen Lee with Ford Motor Company. That's right. Jimbo, last word, big guy. Hey, be thankful for everything you have. And be envious for the things you don't have. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, anyways, uh, have a great Thanksgiving, boys and girls. I know it is next week, but, uh, you know, it's never too early to start celebrating. Hammer home firearm safety, though. Oh, yeah, you got to do that. Get some kiddos outdoors. Just recreate outdoors as a family. We always say it. Thank you for listening. We will return next week. That's right. All right. God bless you in the United States of America. Peace out. Peace out.